Hello, you're listening to One Seat at a Time, where you'll hear the gospel with songs, messages, Bible discussions, interviews, and much, much more. And now, here's your host, Odell Turner. Hello, you are listening to One Seat at a Time, and we're glad to have you tune in again this week. I am your host, Odell Turner. We've got a great episode today. Today is our seventh episode, and we'll be interviewing uh, Sister Sheila Smith. She's an evangelist uh, out of the uh, Plano, uh, I guess it's Plano, what is it? Plano Chapel Holiness Plano Church. Plano Chapel Holiness Church. That's a lot of words for me to say. But anyway, uh, most of you, if you're from Bowling Green, know where it's at. Out on Plano Road in the S curve where they have a lot of wrecks. It's the really beautiful brick church out there, and I know they'd love to have you to come out and be with them. I'd like to thank everyone uh, that has sent us emails, called, or told us in person that you have been listening to our podcast. Uh, we stepped out on faith to do this, and uh, the Lord's just really been blessing, and we've been getting nothing but positive feet. I told you before, uh, if you need to send a prayer request or you want to let us know you're listening every week or you've listened for the first time, or uh, if you don't even like our podcast, you're welcome to send it. I will read it. Um, so let me tell you how to do that. If you got a pencil, piece of paper, you'd like to contact us, you can do so by emailing us at KentuckyJava1997 at BellSouth.net. Again, that's K-Y-J-A-V as in Victor, A, 1997 at BellSouth.net. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, we want to get right on in. I'm really excited to hear I, I don't know what she's going to say. So I'm getting to hear it for the first time as well, and I'm excited. Uh, we done already sit and talk for a while and had a great time of fellowship. Uh, Sister Sheila is a great friend of mine, somebody that I put a lot of trust and believe in. Uh, she is one that uh, what she preaches, she lives, and I, I believe that with all my heart. Uh, just a, a great friend of ours, and we're so happy to have her on our program. Sister Sheila, if you want to, just say hi to everybody and let them hear you talk. Okay. Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be here today. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of this. Um, I listen to you every week, and I've, I've enjoyed it. Okay. We're glad to have, again, have her here. Before I do ask her a question, I had a scripture that was laid on my heart. I want to share that with you. It's in John, the 16th uh, chapter and the 33rd verse, it said, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And that's in the red writing. That's Christ saying that. He's overcome the world, but through him you can have peace. And uh, Sister Sheila, that's what we're here for. Uh, we're not here to build up uh, our names or make us anything. Uh, I don't. I'm not speaking for Sister Sheila, but I know I'm never going to be a, fan, a fancy, uh, big time television evangelist or anything. I don't believe God's going to lead me that way. So we're not here to uh, uh, build up our name or uh, do anything that would uh, leave the Lord out. It's all about Jesus and. And we're hoping that you have that relationship in that right, Sister Sheila. Yes, amen. All right. We're going to get right into asking her some questions here, and uh, I, I think you're going to have a good time. So uh, 
just sit back or if you're driving in your car and put this podcast on, listen to uh, what she says and uh, meditate upon the Lord. I believe these uh, questions are going to help somebody. Hopefully, uh, there's a lady out there that's preaching uh, or going to preach or feels God's calling, and some of these things may help you as well. That's one reason we wanted to have her, not only because she was a great friend of ours, but we wanted to reach out to women uh, that's going through the ministry. Sister Sheila, before you're calling to preach, and uh, when you was younger, I don't know how far back you want to go or whatever you want to do, but what was your life like in church, and maybe even a little before church, or whatever you want to uh, uh, expand there on? Well, after I got saved, I was um, in the church. I was busy doing things for the Lord. Uh, there's nothing too little in the kingdom of God, and so sure. I was um, cleaning the church. I was doing Sunday school, um, doing the bulletins for the church. There was just a lot of things that I was doing, and I was staying busy for the Lord. But during all that time, there was a, still a void in my life. It was like there was some a place in me that was unfulfilled, yeah. and that was before the Lord called me into the ministry. And I just kept seeking God because I felt like there was so much more that I could give to Him. Right. So you knew that uh, at some point there, you knew that there was uh, uh, something else going on. So uh, that kind of brings me to my next question. When did you know you were called to preach? And you might, I I don't know if, uh, if this is something you want to talk about, but maybe how that you knew that God called you. Uh, you know, a lot of people, I know when I was called to preach, I run, I run for a while. And I didn't run because I didn't want to do it. I wanted to make sure that it it was really his calling because I've seen people get up and I just, you know, they didn't make it very long or whatever. And, you know, I I just wanted to make sure. So what, how did you know, uh, or, or when God called you to preach? Well, it's been almost 18 years ago now. Um, God actually gave me a vision, and he gave me a vision, and I was standing in a church, and he showed me as the preacher in that vision. There was a lot of other things going on in that vision, but the main focus of it was that I was the preacher in that service. Um, And then later on, God actually spoke to me, and he told me, he says, I have called you to preach. And maybe like you, I needed that to know for sure. I needed something that I could hang on to. So God actually gave me a visual, and then he gave me an audible uh, word. And so I keep going back to those things. And there are times of frustration. There are times that the enemy will come in and, and try to get you to doubt what God has called you to do for him. And in those times, because of God's faithfulness to me and showing me and then speaking to me, I go back to that and I can hang on to that. Right. Well, and, uh, you know, again, as, as most of you know, uh, by even hearing her voice, we're talking to uh, Sister Sheila Smith, uh, a female uh, that is a minister. And uh, that leads me to the next question I wanted to ask her because I think this is a, a, a question that maybe uh, some of you women uh, would like to hear her uh, point of view on it. And it's, are you optimistic about the future uh, for females in the ministry? How do you feel about that? 
I'm, I'm very optimistic about that. But the thing is, they have to be willing to follow God regardless. It's um, a call that God puts upon their life. If he did not want to be so, they wouldn't have it. Um, they have to be willing to trust God in all the ups and all the downs. And if they have that relationship and that call of God, then God opens the doors. And when God opens those doors, they can step through it. And God will open the doors. So, yes, I, I'm very optimistic for females in the ministry going forward. Right. And I, I think, uh, you know, the Bible talks about in the last days pouring out his spirit upon all flesh, all people. And I believe that uh, women are going to uh, really bust into the scene, so to speak. Uh, I believe that you're going to see an outpouring of, of women that's going to be bringing the word uh, in the last days, I think of all people. Matter of fact, uh, let me ask this question, uh, Sister Sheila: What would you say to the woman that wants to quit her ministry because of rejection? There's always going to be rejection. Um, I don't care if you're male or if you're female. There, right. there, there will be times of rejection. Yes. And I think even uh, as a female, you're probably going to receive it more so. I've actually had men get up and walk out of the service when I got up to preach. Um, but I'm there to obey God. I'm there to uh, be as faithful to God as I can to um, fulfill the purpose that God has in my life. And so regardless of that, I still serve God, I still preach, I still minister, and that night as I saw them get up and leave, I knew, you know, I knew why they had left, um, but I still preach the Word of God, and the sad part about all that is that the message that God had laid upon my heart that night for the people was one of encouragement, and the two men that got up and walked out, they missed the encouragement that God had, and so that that's how I look at that. There, there is going to be rejection, but you've got to put that rejection in God's hands. God's the one that called you. Um, man that didn't call you. It's going to be God that will open the doors, and it will be God that you will have to answer to. Um, you know, I think about Jonah, and God had called him to preach. And when God sent him to the Ninevites, uh, Jonah did not want to go. And in my life, I don't want to end up in the belly of a whale. Right. So I'm going to serve God. I'm going to follow him. He called me. I'm going to obey. Right. Um, if people reject it, that is, um, that's between them and God. But I'm still going to minister. Right. And so if, if you get into a place where God's called you into the ministry and, and you're receiving that rejection, just realize that it's God that you have to answer to. Right. And I was just thinking as you were saying that, it's not our job anyway to uh, do something with the Word after it's been put out there. Uh, we don't save people. We don't heal them. Uh, only only Christ does that through us, through the ministry. Uh, so, you know, all you can do is plant the seed, and that's through the ministry, through preaching the Word of God is planting them seeds. And uh, then the rest is up to God. Uh, you can't make people sit there. You can't no. make people come to the altar. You can't make people do anything. But uh, Christ can. Uh, and, you know, who knows? Them, them men that walked out may have been hearing you through the walls outside. Maybe they were listening from outside. I have uh, myself uh, when the heat got hot and I wasn't living right, got up and went out, and I could still hear it. Uh, you know, I think 
I think sometimes God has a way of making them walls thinner uh, so you can hear it and you can't get away from it. But uh, God doesn't work the same way all the time, no. but sometimes he does. And, uh, you know, again, you just have to be obedient. And, I, and that's what I really love about you is that you really do just mind the Lord and 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 carry on what he wants you to do. If you have nothing else to say about that, let me go to the next question. I would like to ask you what advice, and you've already kind of said some of the things, but what advice would you give to uh, any woman that's entering the ministry right now? Uh, probably you uh, preaching as long as you've been preaching now would know uh, what to give advice to uh, somebody that's listening. Because, you know, like I said, this is going all over the world. You know, and it, and it's really to male or female. If God's called you, um, this advice is for you. And I know women do struggle in the ministry. Um, and so regardless if you're male or female, you have to make sure of your calling. And like I said early on, God actually gave me a vision, and then he spoke to me. And he gave me something solid that I knew, and I knew, and I knew. It didn't matter what anyone else had said. I knew my calling to preach was of God. Then you've just got to trust God. Um, you have to listen to God and not other people. The people are well-meaning sometimes, and um, there are people that have been taught different ways. And so there can be discouragement that can come, come against you. But right. you have to be strong in your call to God to, to preach or to minister. The other thing is to prayer. Uh, Bible study, reading the Word of God. These things will give you encouragement. Um, one of the things I've learned through the years is not really to argue with anyone about my call. I don't justify the call. I just say God called me and I obey God. I think sometimes if we try to justify ourselves why we're doing what God called us to do, we're defeating our own purpose. We're not really... Um, giving glory to God. We just have to allow God to use us. Don't justify. Make sure of your calling, though. If you're not strong in your calling, it will be you will be swayed easily. And I think that's the most important thing. If, if you think, if you're uncertain, then you pray till you know. And you ask God for confirmation in that ministry. And he, he will give that. I really believe that. Um, Early on in my ministry, I wanted to find all the scriptures in the Bible and prove to people that uh, God does use women in ministry. But I learned that I don't have to justify the call. I don't. God called me. Um, I obey him. And he opens the doors. He blesses. And I just lean on him through all of it. So I, I would just... Um, Advise anyone going into the ministry. One, make certain that that's what God wants out of your life. Um, and then just trust God through all of it. Well, I would like to add one thing. I, I, I really believe this is for the man or woman. Uh, I believe, number one, be yourself. God called you. Mm -hmm. It's you. You're not somebody else. You're not a Jimmy Swaggart or you're not a, a, a Paula White or anybody else. You're you. And I think sometimes we try to be like somebody else maybe or, or like I said, we're wanting to prove that we can be good or do the right things. And uh, 
that I admire about you because what you've said, you, you just do what God's called you and you're not worried about defending yourself and uh, or how you preach or what you do. You give the message of whatever God gave you for that hour, that day. Um, you know, I, I struggle with that as a man, uh, always trying to measure up, you know, especially when I go to another church to preach and he, he's a good pastor and, you know, maybe he's really knowledgeable of the word and, and uh, here I come in here and, you know, I, I feel like maybe I'm not. So, you know, I think that's something to really put out there for everybody that's trying to get into the ministry. Uh, and when I say trying to get into it, I'm talking about when God's called you because, First of all, I don't think anybody just really jumps in and says, I'm going to preach. When God calls you, I think you kind of run a little bit uh, just to either make sure or you're scared, uh, something. But I, my life of dealing with people that's called, uh, most of them never just jump right up when God says, I've called you to preach, and they go, okay, I'm going to preach. Uh, usually they they go for a week, month, or day or something and uh, kind of question and make sure uh what what's going on there so that's one thing i would say is just be yourself be who god's called you to be because the people that that sister sheila can reach odell turner can't and and the things that you do i can't do god may have a really calling on your life to lay hands on sick maybe that's not what god uses me for so i would say make sure uh lady uh, and, and men too, but especially we're talking to women today more so. Just be who you are. Um, Sister Sheila, if I can ask you this a question, you may not have an answer for it. I don't know. I thought about it when I wrote it down. What advice has another woman given you that's maybe changed your life or helped you in some way? I've not really received advice, per se, from another woman, but I have received a lot of support and encouragement. Um, that goes a long way. Yes, when you does. have somebody that's willing to stand by you, uh, to pray for you, um, when the enemy comes in to attack you, they're there to encourage you and to lift you up. I've, I've had women do that. I've also had um, men that would come in and give that support also that they're not one of those that have the mindset that you're out of the will of God. And so that is encouragement. Um, so that that's, I guess, more so than somebody uh, giving me advice in the ministry. Um, I did not per se have that um, person in my life to mentor me, another woman to mentor me. And so I just leaned more heavily on God. But there have been women that have been there, that have supported me, that whenever they know I'm getting ready to preach, they're all excited. And so that has really helped a lot. Right. Well, uh, I think that's a very good answer. Uh, as a woman, let me ask you this question. As a woman, how can you support other women that's in the ministry or getting ready to start the ministry or whatever, how can you support them? Well, one of them is doing what I'm doing today, right. letting them know Absolutely. that there is women that God has called into the ministry um, to let them know that they're not alone right. in this ministry. Sometimes as a woman in the ministry, especially when there's a lot of um, – preachers that are men, you do tend to feel a little bit alone, right. but we're never alone. We have God there with us. He's, right. he's been there. He's the one's given me my advice. He's the one that's given me the support. Um, 
the biggest thing I can do is just encourage another woman if they know that God has called them into the ministry. The things I have said don't justify your call. Um, just obey God, right. and you're not alone in this. God, absolutely. God uh, will use a woman just like He will a man. Right. Well, you're absolutely right when you talk about you're never alone, and uh, you know. I believe that uh, with all my heart that we are seeing this old world getting ready to wrap up. I, I, I mean, just so much sin, so many things going on out there in our government, everywhere. It just uh, it seems really bad. And sometimes uh, with all, especially COVID, you know, we're, we're now in, what, our second, little over second year or whatever. Uh, I don't know the numbers exactly, but I know it's been around two years or so. And this COVID thing's made people be depressed, and it's it's altered our church services. It's altered our family gatherings and like Christmas and different things. And this, I, I think I read something the other day about uh, Sister Sheila where that um, there was a lot of people depressed and people suicide was uh, on the rise, and uh, they are saying that they feel like COVID has created some of that. And uh, I think it has in the church, too. Uh, you know, our pastor preached the other day. Some of them went home uh, and watched it on the Internet uh, during COVID, but now that it's kind of it had, had lifted up, they didn't come back. And, uh, you know, whether they lost interest and, and their prayer life didn't stay good, uh, for whatever reason, uh, it has done that. But, you know... You said, but you're never alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something I think that we really need to hit hard and, and, and let you know that I don't know if you're driving down the road today and you feel like just throwing your hands up and quitting or you, you're just not uh, uh, where you need to be. Remember, you're, you're not alone in that car right now while you're driving or in that house and you're standing there cooking or you're making the bed up or whatever you're doing. You're not alone. And uh, Sister Sheila gave you some good advice, especially you women that we're talking to today in particular. If God's called you in to preach his word, uh, get on out there and do it. If you know that God's called you, I'm not telling you to do it if, you, if, if he hasn't, but if you know he has and you're just struggling with doing it, do it. Get ready because time's running out and yes. we need people uh, to do that. Um, Sister Sheila, you got anything else you want to add on that or... No, but as we're talking to women um, preaching, there are struggles in that. But again, just keep going to the Lord. I remember there was a time that I actually had a TV ministry preaching on that. And surprisingly, there was people that really surprised me that would sit and watch the program at, at their home, and they would uh, see me at work, and they would come in and say, I listened to you preach last night, and, and they were really enjoying it. There seems to be a lot of negativity a lot of times with women in the ministry, but then there, on the other hand, there are people that really do enjoy that. If right. you're called of God, he will make a way for you. Right. And so 
you will have times where you feel like you're alone in the ministry, and there are times you um, feel like that uh, you want to throw up your hands and quit. But then you have to look, who am I touching? Who right. am I reaching? And these are people I would never have dreamed that I would have been able to touch with the Word of God, but I did right. it through that TV program. Right. And, you know, please, people, I'm not trying to get you to, to send me emails and stuff, although it would be great, but tell people. When, when you hear them preach or you, you see their life and they're witnessing, tell them that you mean a lot to me or that you enjoyed their message at church that night or whatever because we don't get paid. Uh, sometimes churches take up offerings for you, but to be honest with you, most of the time they're not very big. If you counted your expenses for driving and doing the things you do, uh, you know, the person that's doing it like Sister Sheila and myself, uh, the local down to the beginning level, they're not doing it for money. So if you can give, the reason I said that, I met a guy that I went to school with. We're both older now. And he was working at a funeral home. And I went outside and, and was talking to him, and my wife was with me. And Sister Sheila, he told me, said, you know, that radio program you used to have, he said, I never missed a time, hardly ever. He said, unless something just come up. He said, I listen to you all the time. And uh, I got in the car with my wife, and I said, man, I didn't think nobody was hardly listening to me. And I said, uh, you know, why didn't he tell me that back then? You know, yeah. it would have helped. Maybe I stayed on longer or whatever. You know, if nothing else, though, it would have helped me, boosted my morale, yeah. and, and helped my spirits. You know, so please, Help if your if your pastor is is loving you and he's helping you and he's feeding you, tell him. If your pastor's a woman, tell her that you love her and that you appreciate him. If you hear this podcast, send me an email saying I really enjoyed Sister Sheila's word. Let me do that. I'll pass that on to her. I promise you I will. But we need to we need to you know the old saying is Sister Sheila. Give them flyers while they're living. Don't put it on their casket or out there. They can't see that. It's over, and uh, their life is run. I say it's over. I mean, I'm talking about the natural. Uh, we know it's only the beginning. Uh, if you Either way, it's only the beginning if you're going to be in torment or if you're going to live the eternity life with Christ. But this next question, I'm just dying to hear this answer. Uh, I wrote it down, and I actually, when I wrote it, Sister Sheila, I thought, now who would this be for me? And I, I got to thinking, I thought, I don't know, I like them all. And I thought, but I don't know who who I would be. And what the question is, uh, I'm, I know I'm getting the suspense built up for you, but the question is, what biblical character do you relate most closely to and why? I'm dying to hear this one. I am me. I um, I'm always faithful to who God created me to be. Um, and hopefully before the end of the program, I get to share a scripture with you. But I have accepted who I am for a long, long time. And personally, I really don't want to be anyone else. I'm happy with the life that God has given me. There's no person, female person in the Bible that I guess I actually relate to, but there's a lot of them that I totally admire. Three of them came to my mind. One of them is Deborah. Deborah was a judge, but Deborah was also a prophetess, and Deborah was a warrior. 
And so if I look at women in the Bible, Deborah would be the first one. I don't um, compare myself to Deborah, but I admire her, highly admire her. And then we look at Esther. And when you look at the life of Esther, it seems like a total opposite from Deborah, but not really, because Esther was willing to give up her life to save a whole nation of the Jewish people. And so, I, you know, I think about my life in comparison to some of these women in the Bible, and I feel like I fall very short of that. And then the last one, we look at Ruth. Um, Ruth forsake her country, her family, to follow the God of Naomi, which we know is our God. Um, and so I look at these women in the Bible. I don't compare myself to them, but I highly admire them. Um, I would like to attain to be at those levels, especially like with Deborah. I want to be a warrior for God in whatever area he opens up for me, whatever door I want to go in and do everything that God wants me to do, even to the point of like Esther saying, if I die, I die, but I'm going to serve God with everything I have. And yes, I'm willing to forgo family. I'm willing to forgo um, whatever for the service of God. I love my family dearly. Um, and, and I don't say it lightly, but I love God more than anything in my life. And so these women have a special place for me. Yep. Well, I think it's a very good answer. It wasn't exactly what I thought you might say, but I think it really was very, very good. Because um, I already really had said that. I said, be yourself. And then she come back and said that, uh, be yourself. So I guess that was uh, uh, right on time. Um we're not going to talk much more because I want to get into whatever she has here. I ask this question here. Is there a word or scripture from the Bible that you would like to share with our listeners uh, in, uh, in closing on this uh, podcast program today? Yes. There are two scriptures that have carried me through in the ministry that have special meaning to me. Um, one of them is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And, and what that tells me is that um, God has a plan for my life, and that plan is a plan that's good. God's not going to do anything bad. Um, we have to go through tough situations. We have to go through life. We have to go through COVID right now. But God says that I know what I have planned for you. And the plans for you is good plans. Right. And there is an expected end. And so I, I keep going back to that scripture, and God has an expected end. I'm not where I used to be. I'm not where I was when God called me in the ministry. I have grown a little bit through the years. Um, and, and I pray that I um, will grow more and that the expected end that God has for me, that I'll see that come to fruition. So I hang on to that scripture knowing that God's in control of it all. God has a plan for my life, and I want to fulfill that plan. The other thing, and I hope this helps someone um, 
that's listening to this podcast is Jeremiah 1 and 5, and it says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. This was a time when um, the nation um, was going to be taken into captivity. And um, that's when he told uh, Jeremiah that I know what I have planned for you. But earlier before that, he also told Jeremiah, he says, I knew you before you were born. And for any woman out there that's listening, that is struggling uh, because people are dis- are being a discouragement, God knew you before you were ever born. God ordained you before you were ever born. It's up to you to receive that call and to, and to act upon that. He had a plan and a purpose for your life. He told Jeremiah, he said, I knew you before you were born. He knows you. He, he knew you before you were born. And he has a purpose in your life also. He said, I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. And if God has called you into the ministry and, and you're struggling, know that God has is the one that has ordained And so any female out there, I want you to realize that God has thoughts and plans for you. He has a purpose for your life. And that plan was created before you was ever born. Um, You know, I I hear a lot of statements that are made, um, the reason that God calls women into ministry. But the truth of the matter is, before you was ever born, God already ordained what he wanted out of your life. Um, It doesn't matter who disagrees with you. Um... You know, God doesn't make mistakes. He He ordained you uh, before time, before your time. Um, he didn't choose me um, because I was going to be some great preacher um, or be very eloquent. He chose me because he knew who I was. He knew where I was going to be. He knew that I would be obedient to him. He chose me before I was born to minister to his people. And I I do want to say before we close that ministry is not always preaching. Ministry can encompass preaching. It can include teaching. It can include working around the altars. Singing is a ministry. Serving whatever God calls you to do is part of ministry. So when I look at myself, there's a lot of things that I do in the service for God that I consider ministry. Yes, he did call me to preach the word of God, but I also teach. I I teach the teen class at our church, and I serve in whatever capacity that is needed. That's ministry. Whenever God lays a call upon your heart, and like I said, when this podcast first started out here today, uh, what was my life like in church before um, I answered the call, before God called me to preach, I was serving God. I was ministering then without realizing I was ministering. I was doing all the things that God um, had placed before me, and I was faithful in the small things. Um, God, I, I did have that void in my life. I didn't know what it was. Um, I didn't understand where I was going. And, and, and like you, um, I guess at that point, if I had known, I would have probably ran, you know. Yeah. But by the time that God called me into the ministry, I was at that point in my life, I was willing to follow God wherever he wanted to take me. Right. So I jump in feet first. Yeah. 
uh, because he had already put me in that place where I could do that because I already had a servant's heart. I had a heart to serve God. So ministry is so much more. Ministry is actually ministering to the poor and the needy and and those that are struggling and those that are alone. And I, I think if we can do those things and show our faithfulness there, God will take us to new levels. Right. Okay, well, I think that was some really good word there. You know, the the word of the Lord, the Bible, uh, you know, Sister Sheila and I had talked earlier about, and I told her I didn't feel sometimes like I was, I felt like sometimes, rather, that I was the least of all the preachers in the world. But when you speak the word of God, it's great. And uh, that's one thing I've tried not to do, Sister Sheila, is downgrade what God's called me to do. Uh I have a hard time. I don't want to brag on myself or, or boast about anything, but really, honest to goodness, when God calls you, he qualifies you yes. to do the work that he called you to do. Right. And, uh, you know, we should stand up and say, it's good. It's great. It is great. The word of God. We may not be like some other people, but, you know, if you look at the TV evangelists, every one of them preach different. Every one of them does different things. And same way with pastors, if you go visit churches, they're all different. Uh, the personalities. When God uh, saved me, he knew I had a, uh, I'm a clown. I cut up a lot. And I still do as a Christian. I try to be serious when I'm preaching the word of God. But my nature is to be uh, uh, funny. And uh, I've just always been that way. And uh, so when God saved me, he knew I was funny. And uh, he, he saved me with that personality. And uh, he saves you with uh, the personality you have. Uh, I do know that God does tweet and work on us some, and he has to get us under control uh, for different things. That uh, I, I appreciate that about the goodness of the Lord. I appreciate uh, Sister Sheila being on our show with us today. Or our, I, I, I'm reluctant to say it's not a show. It's a program. And uh, But I, I appreciate I wish I could talk her into buying some equipment and her starting her own podcast uh, program because I'd love to listen to it, and I wouldn't mind being a guest on her show. Uh, but I, or her program, uh, I wish that uh, I could talk all of my friends into doing, and, and we just plaster the world with podcast gospel. And uh, I do believe podcast is a, a way that's getting really more popular all the time. And uh, so I, I, I do, uh, I enjoy doing this. It's something that God laid on my heart. Anyway, we appreciate her being here. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to it before we go? No, just be faithful to God above all things. Okay. I want to end in prayer. I made me a note, Sister Sheila. I put right here on this little board, it says end in prayer. I, uh, a week or two ago, I forgot to say that, uh, ask a prayer as we ended. My wife told me, says it over, said, you did not pray. Uh, I'm getting older. I can't remember things. So I really want to make sure that we do pray on this podcast. So I'm going to ask Sister Sheila if she will to lead us in prayer, and we're going to both pray. Before we do, I always say this, and you you probably hear it if you've heard my podcast. If you're out there and you have a need, if you're sick or if you're financially, uh, I always say embarrassed, uh, if you have a financial problem, if you have uh, uh, some other problem, 
problems you're going through, if you're struggling to live where you need to live, if you're a, a woman in particular or a man, either one, that's God's called you and you're struggling, hopefully this uh, program helped you today uh, to go ahead and make that decision. But I want to ask you to lay your hands on your iPhone, your Android, or your PC, your tablet, uh, notebook, whatever you got. Uh, I tell you every time, too, that doesn't do anything for you, but it's the act of faith and, and being obedient to the Lord. So if you will, if you, and if you're driving, you don't have to do it, but just meditate upon the Lord. Because I do believe, Sister Sheila, I believe beyond a shadow of doubt, the Lord lays upon my heart who to get and when to have preaching and when to have different things. But I believe everything we do here is for a reason. And God's got somebody out there that needed this today. So, I, And this is the most important thing we can do is pray uh, to the Lord. And so I'm going to ask her if she will, and I'll pray along with her. Lay your hands there. God's got something for you today, Sister Sheila. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to reach out and to minister encouragement to those that are listening to this iPod. And God, I'm asking you if anyone out there is uh, in that position where you're calling them to minister and they're worried and they have the doubt, God, that you'll lay your hand upon them and that you'll give them peace in it, that they'll know and understand that it's you that called them. And God, anything that they're going through, we pray for them today and asking you, God, to move in their life, to touch them and to strengthen them and to help them. And Lord, I ask that you bless this ministry that Brother Odell has uh, went upon. And Lord, we ask that you'll strengthen him through it and that you will minister to the people that are listening to these programs. And Lord, if there's someone out there that's lost, we ask that you'll touch them, save them. God, that you'll put your hand upon them and lead them and guide them in the direction that you would have them to go. We thank you today, God, for your word. We thank you for the privilege and the honor that you have given us. And we ask God for your many blessings upon this program. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen. Yes. All right. But we, again, Sister Sheila, thank you. It was an honor to have you on our podcast today. We look forward to maybe having you back sometime and and letting you break the bread of life and uh, uh, just however the Lord leads. Wanted to say, though, uh, if you do want to contact us again, be sure to uh, send us an email at kyjava1997 at bellsouth.net. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. God bless you. Until next week, have a great day and keep God near. Sister Sheila, tell them goodbye. Goodbye. God bless you. God bless you.